You're listening to the Business Secret Podcast. The podcast is a chance for some of Wales' finest upcoming and established business owners to share the story of their business journey. Hosted by the team here at Penguin, our guests talk in depth about how they got to where they are today, offering invaluable advice on marketing, challenges, and the highs and lows of life as a business owner. If you like what you hear, then don't forget to review us on Apple Podcasts and leave us a comment across our socials. You can download your free copy of the book, The Business Secret, direct from our website on www.penguinwealth.com. The book is written for business owners by business owners, offering invaluable tips on time management, work-life balance, how to pick the right team, and so many more activities and tips to get you on the right track. Hi, Tom. Thank you for inviting me on to this uh, podcast today. So my name is Leo Lloyd, and I run Zocket, and we're an online platform for business owners, directors, and entrepreneurs to connect and grow their business. And we do that through online events, online courses, and programs. Oh, so how did you, what made you start Zocket? What's got you to where you are now? Ah, good question. I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's funny because I, um, I was thinking about this the other, just the other day. Um, I suppose I've had a quite a varied career. I've been lucky to sort of work in all sorts of different sectors. And running through that, whatever, whatever role I've had, I've always enjoyed the, um, the coaching, the training, the facilitation, and seeing the power of, um, I suppose, crowdsourcing information and knowledge and sharing it. And so when I decided to set up Socket, I just thought that's really what I wanted to be at the heart of of what we did um, and and that's it really that the rest is history I woke up one morning the idea popped into my head and um, and that was about seven seven or eight years ago so what were you doing before so well <laughs> I've got a massive massive long list of things I've done so I I've always worked um, I've always had some interest in business so even as even as a, a, a young young lad you know uh, 16 years old I had a I ran a paper round I had several, and what I realised at that point was, um, if I, you know, there was a limit to how much, how many papers I could deliver. So I started growing a bit of a team of people to deliver the papers, and eventually had the sort of whole sort of area. And I thought, no, no, there's something about this. I really enjoy just working with a team of people to do something. Um, I then went on to some university. I was a family competition for a bit. I worked in hospitals. I did a whole range of things, um, had a digital marketing agency. So yeah, it's probably easier to list what I haven't done really. But I, I think life <laughs> is a bit like that now, isn't it really? It's a, I like this idea of you know, we're living longer, we can have these phases of our career and we can transfer a lot of information, knowledge and skills across. And each new thing we do, we bring the other stuff to it. Um, and we find our sort of own unique way then of, of delivering what we do now. Yeah, from from doing this and speaking to more and more people, you do see less and less people who have that. They they get their job out of school at 16 and they do it for 40 years or however long it is. It's, you do see more and more people where it is. They try one thing, realise they didn't like it, but like you said, transfer the skills they've learned there onto whatever the project, the next project is. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's a bit like a sort of the sort of layers of an onion, isn't it? You start to peel off you know, and understand more and more what, what you do like and, and shed the things that you don't. Um, and you sort of carve out that that sort of ideal career that really sort of suits your skill set and your passion and your values. Um, and I think some people, you know, lucky they do it on day one. I think other people, it's more of a sort of uh, organic uh, development over many years. 
Yeah, it really definitely is. And that's the thing, it's about, it's just, it's different for different people, isn't it? Uh, absolutely, yeah. So, so uh, with Zocket, then obviously you started, like you said, started around seven years ago. How did you get it off the ground to, to where it is now? Well, when I started Zocket, I wanted to do it. Um, I wanted to do it with, with, from zero, if you like. So I set it up, I thought, I want this project to work on its own right. I don't want to take funding. I didn't want to take loans. I didn't want to do any of that kind of stuff. So I gave myself a budget. And my budget was £5.64, which was the, I know, and that was what it cost to get the domain name at the time. It was on a special offer. And I got the domain name. And I'd done some search. And I'd make sure that it was all fine and trademarkable and all this kind of stuff. And I just picked the phone up. So I, I thought, right, who do I know um, that would be interested in this? And I just picked the phone up and, and spoke to me. That's how I got my first 20 clients uh, within the first two or three weeks. And it just grew from there, really. And initially, it was just a part uh, to be a part-time project. And quite quickly, I realized this is actually, I'm really enjoying doing this. And people seem to resonate with it. And so we just grew it and grew it. And over the years, we've, we've changed it slightly and and developed it, and to the point now that we are, you know, we we, we cover mainly mainly South Wales, and we've got lots of plans now to go uh, UK wide over the course of the next year or so. So, in terms of marketing yourselves, and you said spreading and going over the bridge, how what are you what are you doing, and, and how are you managing that? Well, a couple of things really. We we we've had the plan to to run as a franchise business for a while. Um, and in fact, we were going to launch in March um, just before the pandemic hit, which is great time. uh, timing because a big portion of that was based around physical events. Because you know, A lot of the events we did back then were in-person events as well as online events. So we had to sort of just do a lot of pivoting. Um, we're 100% online right now. It's working really, really well. Um, really pleased about that. So now we're, we're going to be sort of rolling that franchise model out as an online business across the UK. And because we're online, we also are able to make some of our key events that we run um, sort of national. So, so we run a, now a fortnightly uh, meeting that's open to anyone in the UK. And we've had people from as far as LA actually um, come into those meetings. And that's been great. So as well as having these kind of sort of global or UK-wide events, where you know our, our plan is to have these hubs across the UK, where people that are you know local business owners and entrepreneurs can connect, um, but do it online. So how are you going about with obviously to get to that stage? Then, where you're saying you're getting people from as far as LA and trying to go UK-wide. How are you going about recruiting those people? Is it that do you have a how, how are you recruiting? somebody to run say Zocket Bristol as an example? Yeah uh, so a range of things really so we've we've some of it is a lot of it is word of mouth and I'd say probably a lot of what we do is being word of mouth because even though we do a lot of digital marketing and that's really important and some great ways of doing that um, behind all that often how we've grown is is people saying to us or people you know telling their, their colleagues or their friends um, you know, you'll be really interested in, in being part of Sockets and then introducing us and, and, and that's how it's grown. Um, and it's the same really with the franchise areas. We're getting interest from, um, from people already that you know, heard about us and making inquiries. But we also have a franchise partner. So we've partnered up with a, you know, um, someone whose expertise it is to, to implement 
franchises and and that is another big key part of it really yeah how have you how have you found working with working with them yeah well i mean i'm a massive fan of collaboration and obviously it has to be the right collaboration with the right people it has to be um you have to i suppose you have to have the same um be on the same page and and have that mutual understanding but once you've found that person there's so much you can do with that collaboration so that's been really really interesting actually um and think what what that what a partner like that does um they bring new information into your radar that you haven't thought about because i think as business owners we i think a lot of us um fall into this trap of having to do everything ourselves or everything has to come from our own head everything has to be our own idea um and of course there's there's limitations with that and when you start talking to other people and they have either expertise or maybe they're just someone who has an external view and can just be a sounding board it's so powerful um and you get ideas uh, um to move forward in just ways you hadn't even thought were possible so that there yeah, so it's been a very you know very productive um, yeah we're, we're, we're big believers in mentors um ourselves um outside of what you're talking about now with the franchise model have you always been been a fan of having a mentor or somebody sort of like brainstorm with yeah oh, absolutely i mean i'm a mentor for a few businesses and and i've got a few mentors myself too and um, absolutely if anyone's running a business that's listening to this and haven't got one i would really highly recommend thinking about it i had i think there was i went through about two years of my life or maybe a year of my life not actually having a mentor um, and I really, I really suffered for it actually. And, and when I when I sort of got my my act into my you know into gear again and sort of sourced a, a mentor, um, it's amazing how quickly things uh, can move. Just to have someone say a sounding board really. And often one of my favourite mentors that I that I've had um, never gave any advice at all particularly, but was just really good at listening. And it was that it was that act of actually sitting down drawing the plans out, working out, you know, what, where you want to go, where you don't want to go. Uh, so yeah, absolutely recommend it. And it's, we're blessed here in, um, and I'm based in Cardiff, as I know you are, and we're blessed here in South Wales. There's a lot of people out there that are very, very helpful and willing to, to, um, to be mentors. And, and, and so, yeah, I definitely say reach out to people if you feel like you would benefit from one. Yeah, it's, it's, it's massively helpful. That's so like you said, even if it isn't necessary, somebody even giving you the advice, it's just that sometimes you being sort of like vocalising the ideas yourself can be can be massively helpful, can't it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then just hear, hear it. And as you say, it, there's something about verbalising. You kind of hear yourself saying it and just thinking, why do I think that? Or why do I do that? Or what does that mean? And you start kind of reflecting on your own um your own communication your own thought pattern and reorganizes your 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 thoughts and you sort of restructure and just um and it's, it's quite a, a motivating thing when i come out of a, a mentoring meeting you know you, you feel you're ready to take on the world again so it's, it's, it works on lots, lots of levels mm, definitely i completely agree um as well as that you mentioned about sort of growing the business and and what your plans are um obviously we're financial planners at penguin and we're we have a lot of both business owners and individuals plan for their futures. Uh, in terms of yourself, what have you thought of your, have you got any exit plans? Is it the plan to run Zocket forever? What's your, what's your personal plans? Yeah, well, it's, it's good thing. There's lots of different ways. And what's really interesting is that so many business owners that I've spoken to 
don't even think about an exit plan. And it's interesting because I think we're so busy being busy, aren't we, that yeah. we forget, well, actually, you know, in 10 years' time, do I want to be doing this or do I want to be doing, doing it in this exact way or in this exact place? So those are really, really important questions. My, my plan with Socket, when I, when I launched it and also now, was to become a better and better business owner. So I never built Socket to sell. And I did have the idea early on that I might, might potentially franchise, and I like that, that idea. Um, but becoming a better business owner, becoming, you know, as I'm reaching more retirement age, becoming more and more hands-off, um, that is really my, my, my sort of principal plan in terms of where I'm going with the business. But of course, it's always really useful to have everything and other irons in the fire. You know, I, um, I make sure I had to sort of, like, you know, when I, when I set up business, I make sure I had a pension and all these kinds of things, because you don't know what you're going to feel like in 10 years or 20 years' time. So I think it's always useful to have some different things going on and, and, and preparing, really, so that you're not putting all your eggs into one basket. Yeah. Well, you mentioned there about, about pensions and doing that from an early, early on point. So uh, have you always been, do you always make sure you sort of get your value out of the business, whether it's through pensions and sort of making sure that you get payment out of it? Has that been something you've always done along your journey? Uh, well, yeah, absolutely. I think it's important. I mean, I wanted um, to give my my heart and soul into building the brand and the business and the network and the community. And I realised that in order to do that, it had to be something that would also provide a living. So, uh, so like yourselves, I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan that you need to make sure that that does happen. And a, a lot of it comes down to the planning, understanding costs and profits and and, and all these kinds of things and just thinking, well, you know, what the end of it is left for you to say, invest in the business, invest in yourself, you know, house yourself, close yourself, pay into your pension, all that kind of thing. So um, starting off with that, you know, when I started the business, I probably, I think for about a few months or so, I just, you know, I've just given up a contract. Um, I went through a cost reducing um, exercise because I started a new business. I was a startup effectively and, and you know, costs money's time when you're a startup um, and I had on my list you know I want to within a few months or so start paying into a, into a another pension because I just felt that I needed to have that um, I felt a more secure but also I just felt it was it would propel me forward again so knowing you have those those things in place uh, are re-motivating so that when you do have a tough day or, or you know you've always got this buffer you've always got this kind of security to to sort of fall back on yeah i think like when you get to that stage and when you've like you said if you get to a point where you're nearing retirement age and you think oh i don't know if i can can do this anymore or you're not don't have the same sort of passion for it, you'd like you said you've got that safety blanket yeah absolutely security. i mean there's a great um ted talk so i can't remember who, who did it now but it, but it was a, it was talking about this idea that we we tend to think we're going to stay the same so you know, fast forward 10 years, we'll probably both be very different people to who we are now. But in our minds, we often think oh, we'll just be as we are now going forward. But if we think back to 10 years ago, I mean, I look at how I was 10 years ago, I just think I kind of don't even recognise that person. Yeah, so, you know, we are, things are always changing. And I think that's the really important thing about having things like pensions in place is because whatever changes then happen, you've got something um, the next day and same with building the business and making sure your business plan is sound um, and that you, are, you actually are making money um, 
and you're investing back in say into yourself into your business all those things super important so we've spoken a lot of uh, positive things so far but what would you say through the whole journey with Zocket over the last seven years has been your biggest failure and what do you think it taught you interesting so um it's a funny one because when you, especially when you start a business and you're, you're eager to, to to please your clients and you you you're taking feedback as you you know you've got this idea that you're nurturing and it's evolving and you're getting you know you're getting this feedback from it and you're you're, you're growing you know on that feedback and I think the risk there the real risk is sometimes you can stop listening to your own intuition and you can let other people's ideas or agendas or or whatever it is start to um yeah start to interfere i guess with with the direction you want to go to so i think that's probably happened once um in in our journey you know maybe a few years ago where i was i, I kind of feel like you know i felt maybe i was developing the business in a way that you know wasn't really the direction I've, I really felt was the right direction for it, you know, for me and all for my, and also for my clients, that maybe it was I was just bending it too much to suit um, a smaller number of people that that you know that had their own views of, of how I should how I should run it. So I think it's important to listen to people and get feedback um, and take it on board. But I think it's also important then once that once you've done that is to sort of think like what is what's my gut instinct now of going forward and really listen to that. Make sure you have all the information that you need. Then listen to your gut and and go for it. Um, so you know I think I probably oh, I don't know. I mean I, I think maybe I wasted up to a year even you know going around in circles a little bit trying to be all things to all people. Yeah. And I think that's probably the. If I was to say that was a failure, that was probably the, my biggest failure. Well, I guess at times like that as well, that's when we go back to what we talk about with mentors as well. Having having somebody who can be that sounding board can be can be really helpful. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay, then. So, sort of away from the business. Um, obviously, like you said, it takes a lot of your time. But how do you deal with things like uh, work life balance? It's something we talk about in the book, The Business Secret. So, how do you go about managing both work and then also having some time for yourself as well? Yeah, it was interesting because I think when you're uh, doing a nine to five or something like that, you've got this kind of compartmentalization of your life. And when you run a business, all that goes out of the window because business is a nine to five. Or you, you can try and make it make it that way, but it doesn't always work. And I, and I say most entrepreneurs, if they're being totally honest with themselves, would say that they're probably putting in more than 40 hours a week. Um, so how do you... Uh, how do you get that balance and I think for me I think it's about knowing what's balanced for me so there's lots of stuff out there about how to get work-life balance and I think it depends on your own situation what you like doing for me I'm not a massive fan of downtime I'm not um I don't you know relaxation I you know I don't really want to sort of lie on a bed or you know in a spa somewhere I like to be doing things so so that it becomes about having other activities that aren't work-based that I enjoy and you get wrapped up in those things so it could be anything really so for example in, in lockdown um, I managed to get my hands on a ukulele um, so uh, <laughs> I'm practicing that um, I'll try not to do it too loudly so just to hear people 
but something that you can you know you can you can you can just sort of pick up or or, or do and you can just really lose yourself in for that for that moment and it's not anything to do with work mm. and I love doing my work anyway so when I'm creating events and we're designing new programs I feel I'm in my flow then as well so I don't it doesn't always feel like work um and then I kind of outsource the rest so you know if I really don't want to do something or I'm not good at it um or both you know send it off to someone else to do because life's too short yeah so rather than struggling through again I guess it's similar to what you say with similar to what you're saying with mentors yeah I mean let's say about having the right people in the right places like you're saying with franchise model as an example absolutely yeah having the right people in the right places and um trusting them to do the job and just let you know uh, rather than micromanaging I think that's another thing that I think a lot of business owners do is they micromanage because it's our it's our brand it's our baby you know, even perhaps it shouldn't be really, it should be more our vehicle um, that we tune up and we allow the people to 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 contribute to. Um, yeah, absolutely. I think that that team is so important in terms of work-life balance. Um, and I've really, really appreciated that, especially in lockdown, um, having that team around me and just being able to... Um, to work together on a project and not feel like it, you know, it's just you that's kind of trying to push an elephant up the stairs all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so, yeah. it's the big, big fans of sort of getting a, getting outside advice for, for if like I said, it's not your area of speciality, then get somebody who is, is an expert in that area. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, and, there's, and there's so many great people out there. that have got some fan, areas of expertise that I didn't even know existed. So yeah, tap into that for sure. Okay, so if you were sort of looking back now over your journey, what three pieces of advice would you give yourself if you were starting the journey all over again today? Oh, God, what three pieces of advice? I think um, hmm. it'd be along the lines probably of uh, just go for it and not worry about what other people think you should be doing. I think that would be the main thing. Um, I think, you know, just that you've got this, just go ahead um, and it'll trust in the process and things will, will turn out. And I think that's the, that's the biggest bit of advice I've given myself. Um, so I think, you know, you can sometimes go, you know, in your, when you're, especially in the early days of business, things can sometimes, you kind of sit up and you think, do I really want to be doing this? Or perhaps I made a wrong choice, perhaps I made a wrong decision. Um, why is it so hard? And all these sort of ideas come in, in, into your head. And sometimes I think we make some of those things difficult for ourselves. And I think if I, if I go back to my younger self, I'll just say, Neil, just, you got this, just go for it, do it. Um, and then just see where it goes. I think that's good advice for everybody. That's good advice. <laughs> Anything else other than that? Or are we, uh, is it just the, the go for it and don't listen to others? Or don't let yourself get judged by others? Yeah. Uh, oh, gosh. Uh, any other advice um i think sort of picking up on your work-life balance i think again i I think relationships are really important in or in the whole round of your life so i think um your work relationships are really important so pay attention to those but also your personal relationships as well 
Um, and I know that's a real challenge for a lot of business owners, when they're, especially when they're starting up and it feels like there's not enough hours in the day and they start to um, either retreat from certain things or they, uh, they just work when perhaps they should be socialising or spending time with their close ones. Mm -hmm. I think that's another thing I would, I would definitely say is, you know, think about your whole life in the round um, and uh, make sure you do get that, you step away from a business, whether it, whether it means going for a walk after you've finished your bit of work and then coming back to the house or whatever works for you. I think just find that strategy or those strategies that work for you. Um, I think that's, that will actually help you grow your business as well. Yes, like I said, it's, you, sometimes you can get caught up in your own thoughts like we talked about earlier, isn't it? And then if you're just constantly doing one thing, sometimes you do need that. Like yeah. I said, if it's walking the dog or whatever it might be, just to get some Absolutely. fresh air and have a different outlook on it. Absolutely. And I think now in, you know, a lot of people are in local restriction areas or, you know, we've, we've had the, the sort of the national lockdown earlier this year. And I think the temptation is, yeah, just to kind of work. And I see that a lot of people just kind of almost putting the hours in, you know, on their computer and, and, and all this kind of thing. And sometimes we've got to give ourselves, even though we can't travel at the moment, maybe, um, I know that you like traveling as well as I do. Yeah. Um, there's lots of things we can do to, um, to, to make sure our life's in balance. And it's not just all about, you know, bringing the cash in. Yeah. <laughs> Which of course is not what business is about anyway. No, like on, on that, I just, I guess, to be a bit more topical, um, is like, how have you found being a business owner in in these sort of strange times the last six months with with obviously with the pandemic well I, I think for me it's been like in phases so the novelty you know first of all there's a bit of a novelty because I think oh great you know I can just stay at home I've got lots of projects I need to do um, and now I've suddenly got an abundance of time to do them uh, and I really enjoyed that apart from the obviously uh, not stand play the, the health aspects I know people have some really horrendous times but in terms of running the business um, the other thing that I think it really helped me with it started to make me think about what is it that we that we're about in socket what's it you know why do we exist what's our purpose and it helped me sort of reflect and get closer to that and then realize that some of the things that we were doing that we could no longer do such as some of the physical on location events they were just the house, you know, they, we could switch the house, we could do those things online. What was really important was the whys. And um, I think for me, and I know I've spoken to some colleagues as well, we felt that we've been able to really um, almost crystallize and become clear exactly on that purpose and then think, okay, well, how and now are we gonna deliver that to our clients and to our audience? Um, and of course, we're very, very lucky uh, to have to live in a time when we do have this wonderful technology that we can use. Um, so that's been that's been wonderful. But there has been times when uh, when I felt, oh, you know, I just need to get on a plane. You know, so, yeah, I, I need a I need a beer and a plane and a, and a you know a restaurant and you know uh, and to be swimming in the sea or something like that. Um, and that's a little bit harder. I mean, I mean, we've been able to, we were lucky in Wales, we've got some beautiful beaches, we've got some great scenery, we've been able to do lots and lots of things. But there was something sometimes about going to a completely new culture that, and exploring that, which, which I really love. And of course, we haven't been able to do that, but it will happen again. So we just got to sit tight and do what we can and appreciate what's around us, really.
Yeah, definitely completely agree. Yeah. So I got on that in perfect, perfect little segue. So obviously talking about the future and being able to do things again, what's the plans for Zocket for the next, say, three to five years? Next three to five years, well, we, we, we've started, we've got our online um, exhibition, which is actually next week. Um, on the 14th of October. So we have a national exhibition every year. We decided to make this online. So that's really exciting. So uh, as well as the franchising then, so we, we will start expanding out to different hub locations across the UK. Um, we're really there to, to grow really. We've been, we've been building the online platform um, more and more over throughout this past year. So we've got that launching, uh, the new iteration of that launching next week, which is really, you know, we're really, we're well, we're just really glad to see it here, really. So it's, a, it's an online platform where people can make those connections and download uh, toolkits and online courses to help them grow their business. And also um, book onto the various events and, and hubs and, and, and things that they, they want to book onto so they can make those relationships to drive their business forward. So that's been something that we, you know, during the past six months, we've been able to sort of redevelop more and more. And that is something that we see as a really key, key important part, really, of, of, of our growth. So three years' time, um, I, 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 I don't know. I, I mean, I, I would like to have, um, I suppose, 10 to 20 new franchise locations, um, maybe even more. Yeah. So we yeah so so we've got some big big exciting plans really for for this next few years I, I'm really excited about it and I think um, it's just nice to see something that has been with you for so long to start to blossom even more there's a real joy in that um, so I have a I've, I have a pretty pretty sort of bright perspective on the, on the future um, and I think there's a lot of opportunity out there for businesses. Uh, and, I, and I really recommend people just grab those. Um, you know, this is this is a, t- a big time of change, um, and with any change, there's always opportunity. And I think this is a great, it's, well, it's a great opportunity for us to do things differently and to do things better. Um, and I def- definitely want to be part of that, uh, and I'm looking forward to being part of it. Do as we used to be about before we sort of started recording, isn't it? That you things like Zoom and being able to use DocuSign for documents and a lot more businesses going paperless. Um, it's like I said, yeah. it's, although I'm taking away, not trying to um, underplay the health issues, but it's been a chance for, for companies and people to sort of push themselves into modern technology when maybe they've had their hand forced a little bit when they wouldn't have done it previously. Yeah, that's great. And then we've got this choice, haven't we? Because there's certain things we can do which will benefit um, you know, our own lives, the environment, the lives of others, the lives of our workers. And there's things we could do in this situation that would that would, would make it so good, or disbenefit it. So I think we have this choice now to do things in a way that um, is actually going to move us forward as as a business community um, and enhance the lives of ourselves, but also our team our team members as well. Uh, so yeah, I I, I think it, yeah, it's a it's a really really I suppose. We're, all, we're just we're just, we're just at that tipping point, aren't we? And I suppose yeah. it's deciding which way you want to lean. Mm, definitely, completely, completely agree. Um, thanks for that, Neil. That was brilliant. Uh, great to hear about Zocket, what the plans are for the future and how you've got to where you've got to. Um, 
we know we sort of brushed over it slightly with work-life balance, but now to find out a little bit more about you as a person rather than necessarily you as a business owner. Okay. So um, some quick fire questions for you. So what, if any, books are you reading at the moment? Right, uh, I've got books at the moment. I, I'm going through all my old business books. So I'm reading at the moment, I'm reading um, Blue Ocean Shift. Um, I'm also reading um, a Margaret Atwood as well. So yeah. Right. <laughs> So speaking of business books then, what would you say is the best, single best business book you've ever read? Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, and a plug for the seven habits of effective people, uh, or highly effective people. I know, yeah. Um, and what music are you currently listening to? Whatever's on my Spotify Discover Weekly playlist. I'm a big fan of Spotify. I just put it, put it on. It seems to sort of find things that I like. Anybody, anybody in particular that they found that you can think of? Uh, oh, at the moment, um, I do you know what? I don't. Know, I'm not very good with the names. I just put the music on. I just think, do I enjoy it or don't I enjoy it? Yeah. Um, but I was listening to um, a great jazz pianist of the day, but I've forgotten his name. But, oh, yeah. so jazz. There we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, um, outside of the business secret podcast, obviously. Uh, are there any podcasts that you listen to or any podcasts that you'd like to promote? There's, oh, there's some great podcasts. The podcasts that I like the best are the ones where it's someone who's kind of created themselves and they've built the audience over time. There's a really good one, actually, a, a business one called Mind Your Business. And, um, yeah, that's probably my favourite at the moment that I keep going back to. Uh, and we're also there's also a franchise podcast called Franchise Euphoria. That's really good if you're thinking about franchising your business. Okay, give, give both those listen. Um, and then, as like you said, you're not a massive fan of sort of downtime, but is there any box sets or TV programmes that are a must for you? I do like a legal drama. That's my, one of my favourite things, stuff like The Good Fight. Um, at the moment, I've just uh, started watching Cobra Kai. Oh, so, the, yeah, um... so I'm, yeah, I'm regressing back to my karate kid youth. <laughs> it's brilliant, yeah. <laughs> Um, and then finally, um, who would you say is your business idol? I, well, I've always made a point of not having idols. Um, but, what, but the person I'd really like a conversation with, if it was possible to travel back through time, uh, would be Carnegie. I just think he did some amazing things and um, philanthropy and took his business in a really exciting way, which enhanced the world. So I'd love to get around a dinner table with him and just have a conversation. Oh, brilliant. Great. Thanks for that, Neil. Um, again, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for imparting some knowledge onto us. It's been brilliant. Um, and having. hopefully, yeah, and hopefully see you at a Zocket event soon. Brilliant. See you there. <laughs> thanks, Tom. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Business Secret Podcast and managed to take away some valuable tips and activities to help you in your business journey. This podcast is aimed at those about to start their self-employed life, are already well into their time as a business owner, or are interested in the business world of Wales. If you like this episode of the Business Secret Podcast, you can catch up on our other episodes available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Play. Every episode is available on our website on www penguinwealth.com where you'll find a full transcription of each episode, useful links and a step-by-step process on how to download and keep any episode released. 
You can also download your free copy of our book, The Business Secret, direct from our website. Don't forget to leave us a review and a star rating on Apple Podcasts.